0: listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth.
1: I was so excited that I'm here with you. I mean, in this awesome studio, look what the Lord has done. We were driving up. She was telling me the story. I was like, this is so amazing. And you know what I love about your ministry is that you and Ted always encourage people that the Lord will do the same thing for them.
0: Absolutely absolutely i mean if uh, one thing i've learned over the years and and growing up in a christian household is there comes a time where you are done being the prayer
1: project oh that's good word you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like
0: that's one thing and you know bill winston taught me that as uh, we were talking last night he's one of my favorite my favorite preachers and you know i don't think a lot of people in our generation know him because he is mm-hmm. older mm-hmm. and i just know him just by being raised you know in church but there comes a time where we have to stop saying oh will you please pray for me you know what i mean and lay hands on ourselves that's right see it come to pass and so that is one of our things is to impart the gift of faith into everyone that is around us to say hey listen he did it for me you, know, you hear that saying all the time in church, well, he did it for me, he can do it for you. But you know, it, it that's a real statement. He did it for me and now I'm gonna tell you, we overcome by the blood yes. of the lamb and the word of our
1: testimony. So there's
0: two parts to that. And the testimony of God's goodness when the world was shut down, when the world looked the worst. See, now I'm banging the when table na- <laughs> <today>. <laughs> When the nations, you know what I mean, right? were locking people in their homes like in Australia and not letting them out of their apartments. God opened up a way for us to now have this, expand the ministry, go to new levels. Because it just goes to show you when, when people say, I'm not of this world
1: mm-hmm. or God's my source. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people really truly believe that. Right. Well, when the devil pushed on you guys, and not just you, it affected everybody. He said, "No, we're going to push back." Yeah. And so we're still going to have what God said. So a lot of you, everybody has a dream in their heart from God. They may or may not be called to full-time ministry. A lot of you probably are, but the Lord will will cause their dream to come to pass, but you have to cooperate. It's not just gonna. Brother Hagan used to say the Bible school that uh, your husband and I went to um, at Rema. He said, "You know, the will of God, the plan of God, is not just gonna fall on you like ripe cherries off of a, a off of a tree. You have to contend for it. You have to go after it. And I love it because that's what you and Ted have done. you will know, just go, oh, well, I guess you know maybe we're dreaming.' She too does big, the voice too. Real. Oh, sorry, I like it's it. the chair. I don't know. And um, or, <laughs> it's the chair. Or you know, I don't. You know, I. guess maybe we should wait or we're dreaming too big or there's no way we could do this no now is the time that's right so you have to um, get louder than your circumstances and you have to go after it you know you and I were talking I wish we could have taped all of our other times together but we didn't have full hair makeup on um, in the early morning session Um, but we were just talking about you know, different levels of faith and growing up spiritually that, you know, there's a time where you got to take off the pampers ooh, mm. and you got to grow it. up. And so she said, get your big girl pants on. Get your big girl pants. <laughs> can I get a, get, can I get some emoji hands? Come on, somebody. And you know what? When you're two, Hey, big guy pants too. Yeah. Got guys. Election. When you're two, it's cute. But when you're 22, it's not cute. So if you have to call somebody all the time, like you were saying, to get them to prop you up and pray for me. You know how I know? Because I used to be the same way. And you know, my number one person that I would call because they would take my call was my mom, mom, pray yep. for me. Did you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I'm close with my mom. She's wonderful, raised me in the things of God. So yeah, it ends up being
1: your go-to. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was at Rayma, I remember one time I called my mom to have one of my pity parties. Do y'all you know what that is? And you want to invite everybody to come, but not everybody receives your invitation or lots, takes your phone lots call. Lots people now. Yeah, and um, so one day I was feeling sorry for myself, crying, I think I was sad about a guy. Oh. Come on, let's be honest, ladies. And um, I was feeling sorry for myself. I was whining and crying and carrying on. It was quite the telenovela at my apartment there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I called my mom, and I went on and on and on. I was crying and screaming, carrying on. I'm sure no one else who's watching has ever done that before. No. And by the time she let me go on and on and on, and by the time I finished, my mother goes, you know what? If you don't get a hold of yourself, I'm going to come up there and get you, and it's not going to be good. (laughs) And she, bam, hung up the phone on me. (gasps) I was so startled. But, you know, it's what I needed. Well, it shook you. Yeah. It shook you to realize, I need to wake up. And some things
0: need to shake us. Things that happened this year, I hope it shook you. I hope that there's Christians that woke the heck up during this year and was like, wait a second. I thought maybe I was on this path or I thought I was doing the right thing or not that you were doing the wrong thing, right. but just thought, you know, I'm, I'm doing this Christian walk, right? And realizing like, nope, there's more to it. You can never um, cap your faith until mm, the Lord comes back. It should constantly be increasing constantly I think we get to a place where we think we, maybe we know it all you know we've been doing this a while I've, I've heard I've heard this message before oh I've read this verse before but it's it's not I, I have learned that after I started to go get it for myself there's new revelation in the Word and even verses I knew as a kid I now completely see them differently
1: absolutely you can see
0: like the the vision the painting of it the revelation of it hmm should you go through wait, wait. should you go Through to a strong faith person to stand with you, absolutely. Of course, we talked about that too. Absolutely, it's not that you're supposed to do this on your own. There's strength in unity, and it says we're two or three or you know more gathered. It's it's strength is in numbers. But at the same time, we are not supposed to be waiting for the next revival service to come through town. We're Mm -hmm. not supposed to be waiting just on the men of Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. to lay hands on us. We have to have the power to do it ourselves. And that comes with what we're going to be talking about today with confidence and knowing who we are in Christ. Right. And not letting the trap of comparison get us. Because as I was telling um, Melissa earlier this morning, like, you know, this... I don't know. I, I never got to ask you this question what, what, is what if question? when you're a little, you were this confident like you are now. It's not that I like it's not that I was never not a confident person. Mm-hmm. I've been a confident person based on decisions I've made in life that I know, you know, I've had the confidence. But as far as stepping out to doing what God's having me do now, I did not have that. Like, Ted was born with a microphone in his hand. Like, mm -hmm. came out of the womb, swaddling clothes, holding a mic, just like this. Baby Jesus with a microphone. Yeah. So that's how Ted was. But is that how you were as a kid? Like, this came
1: easy for you? Well, I would have to say it was probably something that I was born with. It's more of a natural gifting. But some things you grow in. You grow in faith. You grow in grace. And obviously, I've grown in my confidence as... As a child of God, as a woman of God, but I always—I've um, never really gotten nervous, and uh, to which is good because if you're a preacher and you have to be up in front of people all the time, it's—it's—it's it's, it's not always, you know. If, um, you know, I'm not apprehensive being up in front of people, which is a blessing yeah so, it truly is but <laughs> but I had to learn though I had to learn to because it was something that I was born with I had to learn not to lean on my flesh really the Lord uh, out of the amplified it says don't right lean there. on the, or, or put any confidence in your flesh because I thought oh you know what? I know how to do this I can well, no, no I can't good. lean on that. That's I can't good. lean on my own natural ability, something that I'm used to because it's, it's a grace that I was born with, but it comes from God. So I still always have to, I need like this one, okay, Holy Ghost, what do you want to say? Because I can talk. A lot which most ladies can but it's like Holy Ghost what do you want to say how do you want to use me so that you get the glory in my life not because it's my cute personality or I'm outgoing because right. none of that produces any fruit right that's lasting absolutely because if it doesn't come from the Lord it's fleeting and then one day you're up one day you're down yeah and a, roller a lot of times you don't even know what version of you you're gonna wake up to and that goes for men and women right Elizabeth? I see Elizabeth is on there. And um, so I really had to, once I went to Bible school, I had to train myself to get my soul in control so that my feelings or how I felt that day didn't control um, basically what I had in my life. Because up until then it did. I was, my soul was kind of all over the place. I was probably like your normal, you know, teenage type girl, you know, when I went to Bible school, you know, one day I'm up, everything's great. If everything's going good, I'm good. If things aren't going so great. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but I had to learn to stabilize my soul um, with the word of God. And the more I did that and started training for the ministry, I began to gain more confidence. Well, how does confidence come? I, I actually have a scripture. I should read a scripture. Should we read one? Yeah.
0: Why not? That's so what we, we're here we actually, for, right? our
1: Bibles are open, <laughs> Ted. So if you're watching, <laughs> it's official. It's official uh-huh. now. So <sighs> scripture's being read. Broadcast is official. Yeah, we are official. I like so, that. So, Hashtag Soul Control. Yes. Amen. All right, Lauren. You're on. Lauren, it. appreciate you. Um, so I like the amplified. Some call it the women's Bible because it has extra words, but that's okay. <laughs> In um, 1 John 5 and 14 and the Amplified says, And this is the confidence. So if you want to have confidence, this is how you're going to get it. With anything with the Lord, it says it's the assurance and the privilege of boldness. And that's really what um, we called this broadcast, being bold as a lion. Boldness comes when you have confidence, what, in your flesh or your natural abilities or your natural status in life? No, your confidence is going to come from who you are in the Lord from the Word. And it says that we have in Him only the only true real confidence comes from who you are in Christ yeah and so when I was at school I had to start learning who I was as a woman as a woman of God and really I had to also quit identifying with well I'm a woman so you know sometimes I just am emotional get over yourself ladies. that's good right there so you when you're born again there's neither male nor female Jew nor Greek so you have to You know control your soul with the word of god it's the only safe source for thoughts and so um we have assurance in him that if we ask anything make a request according to his will and in agreement with his plan
0: yep
1: it's not your plan it's god's plan for you then we know that he hears us and we know that if he hears us that we have what the petitions that we desire of him so if you know you have something you have confidence I don't have to get up every morning and pray for a car to be in my driveway when I know I already got one in the garage. I already know I have it. It's already there. And so I just really, over time, I had to be repetitious with the word, and I had to go get scriptures that meant something to Melissa to stabilize myself so that I wasn't up, down, and all around. Can I get a witness, somebody?
0: And it just—you got two women up here that are different, but got to the same place. Mm-hmm. Meaning, went to Bible school, uh, worked with Brother Copeland, and all—all all of that, you know, uh, Ray Camp and the Faith Camp, and then me. <laughs> well, you
1: still had to do. Who the same never? Work. But
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Never, because a lot of people who are watching discredit themselves. And, you know, I didn't go to Bible school. I didn't do this. And then the Lord is speaking to use them, mm-hmm. but they've discredited themselves because of the non-confidence and I've got to go get this degree to do. And I'm not knocking people who get a degree. My husband yeah. went to Bible school. You know, his, his his parents went to Bible school. But at the same time, I had to realize and get past that in my mindset mm-hmm. to saying, I have to go over go after it the same way but if I didn't go to Bible school God can still use me Absolutely. so it, it's not dumbing down the ones who did go to Bible school it's but also there's a lot of people here you know there's a lots of moms watching or there's uh-huh. lots of people who are not in that position they work full-time right. jobs they can't just stop it's not that time in their life where Absolutely. they can just stop and leave but it doesn't mean you can't go after it and pursue and get the things of God um, the same way because like I said yesterday there came a time like I married a preacher mm-hmm and and for a lot of people that could have stopped there it's it's his thing you
1: could have rode on his relationship with the Lord I always and- say
0: that I, I could have ridden on the tote the the coattails of, of him and then just been in services done this and would have been happy but like I explained to you there was a pulling that was Bringing me to go after it myself mm-hmm. to get it. So, like, I was always raised in church and I knew, you know, yeah. about salvation, I knew mm-hmm. about sin, and I knew about uh, the goodness of God. And, and you come from
1: a great faith. So, that yeah. creates a certain level of, of confidence in the natural. But
0: just like a child in the natural leaves their parents and they have to learn things for themselves, mm-hmm. that's the same way how it is with having confidence in the Word of God. I had to then put my big girl pants on and go after and get revelation of it for myself. So, you know, like when when, uh, Dr. Rodney preaches and stuff, there's stuff that you will see, Mm -hmm. but there's also stuff you got to get for yourself. Like, so when I see it for myself, it means almost more to me Mm -hmm. like it's like almost like a vision you can you can literally look up and see it you know like one of those holographic things Mm -hmm. like that's how it is for me when i have to go back and get
1: it for myself so how did you do that practically what did you do what does that look like because it's sometimes we make it sound like it's so
0: well one of the the main things that helped me out because you know when i first started going after for myself you'd open the Bible. where do i start
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and i would pray and say you know holy spirit lead me to where you want me to go, what book should I start with, what's this? But then one of the, the easiest things for me was topical study. Oh, that's good. So it's like, I want to get everything the Word of God has on healing and what it says. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, everybody, especially with healing, will take a circumstance mm-hmm. that they've seen someone else go through, whether it be family, whether it be a man of God, And then that's what they base their doctrine on Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to make sure I knew what the Bible what the Bible said about healing what the Bible says about prosperity what the Bible says about joy
1: in order to to get that for myself right I noticed that somebody was uh, saying here that they their son had his hand burned and you ministered to him and you never received a formal ministry degree and i think that's phenomenal that goes around with what you were saying it's not natural cre- credentials i went to bible school ted went to bible school there's a lot of people still going to bible school that never qualify for the ministry come and go to bible school and never really get anything or leave knowing who they are in christ or whatever but that's up to them it's not on god so you have to what you have to study whether you're a minister or not to but show yourself this, approved
0: this just popped in my head when so degrees are great. Right. And they have benefited you and they've benefited others that have gone. But when it comes to life in the ministry, at the end of the day, when somebody is dying and the doctor can't give them any more help. Yep. Any more natural help, are they gonna come to you and say, Lay hands on me, I see the power of God in you right. or are they gonna say, Well, let me see your degree first. That's and you know what I mean? Where's your certificate? No. When desperate moments, people are not asking for... Let me see your credentials. Yeah. Right. They want to know, do you have it or not? Right. Do you have what God said we're supposed to have? He said, you'll do these things greater. Do you have it or not? Absolutely. And that's like at the point in my life now with Christians and me, you know, with a lot of things with nonstop mom Mm -hmm. and letting them know. Which I love. (laughs) Because it's not... You know, people will say sometimes when I travel, they're like, well, I'm not a mom yet. And I said, listen, nonstop mom is what I am. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't do podcasts. Some of them are geared towards moms. Some of them are geared towards women uh, women who are married. Some of them are just anything, you know, faith, fear, different topics that everyone, whether you're married, whether you're young, old, can grab onto. So I let them know like go and look through the list of what I've taught on, pull something out that speaks to you because it's not just mom stuff. For sure. Um, But that's one of the things that I deal with, with nonstop mom, it's like, let's get it for ourselves. Let's go after it. Mm -hmm. Because like you said before uh, a few minutes ago is it's there waiting for us to take it. Or like Kenneth Hagen said, the the cherry tree, Mm -hmm. go pick them. It's blooming. It's full of
1: provision for us. But it's not passive. You have to do something. You have to go get it. You have to cooperate. And so, uh, you know, faith... Everything we receive from God is by faith. We walk by faith, we live by faith. Everything is by faith, by faith, by faith. You know, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11, it says by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. And so that's how we're gonna get everything from God, but there's a natural side and a supernatural side. The number one action to your faith is speaking, and then there's gonna be a corresponding action. So if you wanna grow in boldness, you just don't wake up one day and bite, you know, osmosis. This all gets in there. I saw on Facebook this little kid in China. He was going through a book, and he was going like this. Well, it just doesn't come like that. Like, you have to spend time and get acquainted with this word. Why? Because it's a real person. And when you know somebody, when my mom calls me, or when Ted calls you, do you have to go, who is this? No, you what you know his voice because you've spent time with him. Everything the Lord's going to say to you is going to sound just like his word. But if you don't know his word, you don't know his will, you don't have confidence. So right. when things in life happen, like the sister was saying, you know, when that happened with her son, he burned his hand. She didn't go over in the corner and go, wow, what should I do? No, she knew what to do. And so um, at Bible school, they always just <laughs> wait to tell till her.
0: Sunday when we get to church, the pastor will lay hands on you. Just take that pain all week no just live with it and when we get to church but that's how a lot of people operate right no power in the home no power within them and they'd rather just wait wait it out
1: yeah not us not us and not Not me and not you not you God has something greater for you but you have to be bold and so you have to be aggressive faith isn't passive Faith isn't a victim. Faith doesn't go, well, I I guess, you know, maybe one day. I I hope. You know, if Ted and and Carolyn were like that, we'd still be uh, broadcasting from uh, Ted's office at the house. We wouldn't be sitting here today. You know, you think if you say you're waiting on God, well, Jesus has already done everything he's ever going to do about your problem, about your marriage, about your finances. No, he's waiting on you. You decide the timeline. And you guys decided, you know what? Now's the time for us to take possession of our new office. We're gonna do it. This is how we're gonna do it. And that's what you did I after you that. got married. You said, "Okay, well, I'm just not married to a preacher. I need to find out some things for myself." And you went through topically. It and, okay, get ready. I got a, say a it. faith thing there. Faith, now faith is coming tomorrow. Know, faith is in you. <laughs> faith is gonna come out of you. But you know When we're preaching and we're speaking to you, we want to preach with the spirit of faith because you're gonna have to grab it. these truths by faith it's not natural it's supernatural this book is not a natural book it's a supernatural book and it's alive go just when you said faith is for the now I thought of this story with the woman
0: who was at the feet of Jesus because mm. I because I always love this verse how faith moves time I just started Ooh, writing when I read it, preach it preach and that. when I you said that. that faith is in the now someone wrote what evangelist Melissa just said I'm thinking of the Gentile woman who was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And, you know, she was called a dog. Mm, that's rough. It is rough. But Did she get offended? Her. No. She stuck around because she knew what she needed from the master. And nothing could break her away from that. But it just goes to show you that even though it wasn't her time, because what, she, what, she was a Gentile and that was not... Jews were first. Mm-hmm. Jews were first. She was second. But she said... First, I should feed the children, which are the Jews, mm-hmm. my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, "That's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plate." He said, "Bravo."
1: What translation? He said, is
0: that, "Well, he didn't say bravo, oh, but oh, she he said, said bravo." No, he said, "Good answer." But oh. in my mind, I'm thinking Jesus is like, "You got it. You understand." what it is and he said now go home for the demons have left your daughter so she mm. got her miracle but faith moved time there yeah it did because she it was not her time she was not a Jew she was not she was just like I need this now
1: I hear you Holy Ghost and so to. Go ahead, get
0: flow, <laughs> flow, flow, flow. I mean we were talking about faith tomorrow you're not gonna want to miss tomorrow but it gave her her faith there was in the now gave her the confidence to say, but master, even yeah. the dogs get get crumbs. Mm-hmm. I need something here. I need healing for my daughter.
1: All right. Well in, in regards to confidence, because I had to use my faith for godly confidence because there's a difference. You can yep. put confidence in your flesh, which is gonna bring death. <laughs> What? The CSV version, Carolyn Shelsworth version. I like that version, CSV. Okay. <laughs> um, but you can put confidence in your flesh, which leads to death. But I had to use my faith to build confidence in who I was in Christ with the word. And so I would just start saying by faith when I didn't feel like I was complete. Like I felt like I needed somebody else to complete me. Girls. Um, I, I would say, no, I'm complete in Christ. In Him I live, in Him I move, in Him I have my being. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was complete in Christ. I didn't feel like I was secure, but I had to lay hold of that by faith. Yeah. I had to take it by faith and I had to, when my mind wanted to think something else, I had to, um, I remember last year I was at a meeting and I was talking about controlling your soul. I had to lasso my thoughts, I'm from Texas, okay. So just imagine cowboy. I had to lasso my thoughts and say, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need. And it, godly relationships are great and godly affirmation and encouragement. But you know what? If nobody else is going to encourage me, I need to encourage myself. If nobody else says they love you, God loves me. And I'm, I'm enough in him. Why would, you know, like if if people are struggling with depression and suicide, they're listening to lies from the devil. He tells you nobody loves you, you're not important, or girls, you're not pretty, you're fat, you're ugly, no one's ever going to lie. All the trash, okay? And the same thing goes for guys, it might just be something else. Whatever it is for you, we'll pray for you. But I know I'm a woman, so I know. Guys go through all that too, That's no matter what. Yeah anyone says but whatever the lie is and you know what? it's the same devil all over the world no matter what country I go to women and and men hear the same lies because it's the same devil and it works on people but until you get smart and you take this word and you go "Mm -mm, I have another reality but you have to do it by faith absolutely and so I would you know what I did is I made little index scripture cards And I just got the scriptures that meant something to me. One of them was because I always identified, you can't identify um, with your past. Because yep. you come from a great family, you have awesome parents. Your parents are on fire for the Lord. I had great parents too, but you know what? People, your parents aren't perfect. And if you're always going, "My, my parents would have done this," or "If right. I would have been still blaming that on this side of town," or "If I could have went to Bible school like Melissa," or "If I was married to a preacher like Carolyn," right, things would be different. My life, no. You are where you are in life because of you. Oh. <laughs> Moment of silence. We're going to let that That's sink free.
0: in for a minute.
1: We'll elaborate on that more tomorrow. But you can't identify with who your natural parents are. You've been re-fathered. You've been fathered Absolutely. by God. And so I, he loves you. If nobody Snap. else loves you, I, you know what? You can walk around and go, he loves me, he likes me. Okay, you know how girls when you're a little girl you heard where you know the you take Jessica sell she said that
0: I did say That's it. right. She oh. said it.
1: She might say it again But you know like with the rose petals when they go he loves me He loves, he loves me not I You can you can go they he always loves stop me. on he loves me. He not. likes me. He thinks I'm awesome He's I thinks I'm the best thing since sliced bread you, That's how you have to talk to yourself. Absolutely because it's true. Jesus gave his life for us because we had value, and, and, and value as a woman, mm-hmm. value as a Christian has to come from the value that Christ gave us, and we have to take it by faith, not because of all the natural, perfect things. And then you can make your circumstances and your life around you look right, when you believe right, absolutely, think right, and then talk right.
0: <laughs> um. When we were talking about confidence this morning together in our PJs.
1: It was powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Miracle word Cup then, but sorry, Ted, I had to upgrade <laughs> for this broadcast. Go ahead.
0: I was thinking of confidence killers because we all have the ability to be great. That's I mean, true. That's, that's, that's how God has told us to be. We all have the ability to be great. And I like what she said, is if you're in a place where you don't like or there's something you don't like, you got yourself there. True. Because, you know, the devil, as we know, is the father of lies. Like she said, he's a liar. And everything he says is (laughs) never going to be the truth. That's right. So if we hear something that's negative, that's why it is so important to know your identity in Christ and know what scripture says. Because then you'll just believe any old thing. And so I was thinking of confidence killers, and I was thinking of um, two things. Well, three, but I'll start with the first two. Your past. Ooh. And when I thought of your past, I thought, well, you know, um, yes, Ankit, you only have the ability to be a turtle. Hey, Tony. <gasps> Hi, Love Ankit. you, Elizabeth. Hey, Tony. You know Love Tony? You. Yes. yes. That's my boy. Um, and so your past. But then I thought, well, you know what? Not everybody has a sinful past, right. not everybody came from that, but they do have a past that maybe wasn't pleasant. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, broken family, they had circumstances that, you know, m- morphed them into kind of being who they are sure. today. And listen, and I have so much compassion for that, but I also get to a point where that has to be something that's let go. Yeah.
1: You, you know what I mean? Like,
0: the root has to be killed at some point Mm -hmm. it can't be a forever you know well you know my mom said this to me so much when I was young and it's just like in my mind but when you have the mind of Christ that stuff shouldn't be in the mind anymore right when you truly let the Lord take over your life so I was thinking of Romans 8 I'll start with I'll start with two um here we are Romans 8 Because this is dealing with past as a confidence killer Mm -hmm. with sin first. For the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus, from the power of sin that leads to death. Amen. All right. So the power of the life-giving spirit. People try to do everything without the Holy Spirit. And literally, there's a cap on that. It's true. You can only go so far without being filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's not a suggestion, it's a requirement yeah, be to be through. filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, so, it says, "...through Christ Jesus, from the power of sin that leads to death." Then, you can go down to, I'll just, I'll just read three, uh, 2 through 5. Wrong "...the way. law of Moses could not save us because of our sinful nature, but God put into effect a different plan to save us. He sent His own Son in a human body like ours, except that ours was sinful. God destroyed sin's control Hallelujah. over us by giving us his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Mm-hmm. Go to five. Those who are dominated by sinful nature think about sinful things. Ooh. Comma. But. That's tough. Okay. Those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. think about things that please the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Number six, if your sinful nature controls your mind, there is death. But if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, yeah. there is life and peace. Mm-hmm. So with life and peace, confidence has to follow it. Absolutely. So if the devil is lying to you about your past, mm-hmm. things you've done, maybe even before you were saved, he'll still bring it up. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he wants to bring up everything. He only operates at the past. That's all he, that's all he knows is the past. right Right. I mean he knows his future yeah and that's never going to change he's trying to fight against it he might think it's gonna change but he's toast he's done we already know who won we already got this in the bag you know but he's still so stupid that he still you know thinks that there might be a different outcome but it's not because we've read the Bible and we we know how it ends but and then number two was experiences. I'm going to go over to Isaiah 43. It's so good because we all have the whining moment of, like I said, yeah. wasn't raised with this, didn't yeah. didn't get this, grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. So that's how it's going to define my life. I'm not going to have confidence because you know it's just this is just the wills of God. No, <laughs> no. All right, Isaiah 43. 18 and 19, okay. but forget all that, Hey, forget it all, forget it, he forgot it, as soon as you ask for forgiveness, as soon as you put on the mind of Christ, that's the only thing you should be thinking of, he says, but forget all that, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do,
1: Hallelujah. for
0: I am about to do a brand new thing, see, I've already begun, do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness for my people to come home. I will create rivers for them in the desert. Mm -hmm. And so it just goes to show you that God is in the new business. What does it say when we become Christians? A new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Amen. It's all become new. So he's, he's not trying to bandage your situation. No. He's not trying to give you anything hand me down anything everything (laughs) that's from god is new yes he's in the business of new and so when you have no confidence and you're blaming it on past sins and past experiences he says forget all that i mean that's not my version no it's he really says it
1: and forget all that
0: it's nothing compared to what i'm going to do you have to let the lord you have to allow him to bring the new into your life, to Amen. bring you the confidence, to bring you the boldness that you have—that I read in Romans—with the Holy Spirit. There's things that I do now that I honestly could not do without being filled with the Holy Spirit, and I know that's your forte. Uh, well, I so I might let you out of the the bullpen on that one. Okay, but for real, like, like there what? there is not the things I'm doing now. I mean, just as simple doing a broadcast, doing a broadcast when Ted is gone. You know, people are always like, well, you didn't seem nervous. Or you now that you I speak this last year, I, I got an opportunity and invited to um, several women's meetings that I spoke at. I had a few this year, but thanks to COVID. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I never, and and so the one thing I told Ted is like, when they asked me to do these things at first, mm-hmm. my initial reaction was no i'm so busy like i'm i homeschool i got the kids i'm i'm so happy getting you getting you set up ted getting you up there but then but then i i felt such a disobedience to the lord Mm. that i just said listen you want me to do this (laughs) like i told you in the car yeah lord you're gonna have to use me as a mouthpiece Mm -hmm. it's gonna have to be you and none of that I would get the revelation of the word none of it i would get the confidence to do without being filled with the holy spirit taking a ball tossing it to you well tell me the importance of being filled with the holy spirit and how that
1: ties into your confidence well the world has to be taught to receive jesus but the church has to be taught to receive the ministry of the holy spirit that's good he is the powerhouse that lives inside of you that gives you power to do god's will and i love what she was reading in romans chapter 8 you have to do something though you know holy ghost do it for me have your way no you're a co-labor with christ you have to cooperate with the holy spirit so you have some things that you have to do that's good if you want the holy spirit to be in manifestation in your life you're going to have to do something With your mind and so Romans 8 says set your mind set you what are you gonna have to do you're gonna have to turn off the flesh so you're gonna have to turn off all the other trash that you've been watching on TV Netflix Facebook you spend hours on Facebook watching these goofy stories the dodo about the person's dog (laughs) all that and then you wonder why you're not you know victorious in Christ because you're wasting your time and filling and setting your mind on the things of the flesh, but you have to purposely set your mind on the things of the spirit and a lot of people, and, and because then you'll have the life of the spirit. But one of the ways that you can do that too, is you need to speak the word, Yep. put the word in your eye gate, in your ear gate and make it come out of your mouth. But another thing you can do is you can pray in the Holy ghost. Oh, here we go. Here's because you need to, there's things in you that need to get burned out of your life that you're never going to ask for. Yep. You're never going to pray for in English because you don't want to get rid of them because you like them. Mm. But if you'll pray in the Holy Ghost. I like that you said that
0: because people really don't want to give up their stuff. They're comfortable in their chaos. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I'm uncomfortable in like. The moment I feel like there's no peace, Mm -hmm. anything, like people who get worked up easily, I'm like, hold on, let's bring it down a notch because I'm so laid back because I have truly have the revelation of what peace is supposed to be in your life. And so I like what you said that people don't like to give it up. They truly don't. They're more comfortable in the upset, in the chaos of what they're battling
1: Rather than, it's almost like they don't know how to live. Well, that's and their calm. drama. Drama. So you, you spend all day on the phone with your mama and your best friend. That's your life. That's how you waste time is you're on the phone with your drama and, and your chaos and, and, and all that stuff. Quit that. Grow up. And get get your word out. Get your scriptures. And pray in tongues and pray in the Holy Ghost. Because Absolutely. the Holy Ghost is what it, Romans 8 says, it says you mortify. What's a, what's a mortician? He's somebody that works with dead people, okay? So what do you do? You mortify the deeds of your flesh. How? Through praying in the Holy Ghost. Yep. And so I love to pray in the Holy Ghost, but I have to make myself pray in the Holy Ghost. Do you know the Holy Ghost doesn't take you over and make you speak in tongues? I have to pray so, in tongues on purpose uh, every day Why do I have to pray in tongues every day? Well, you don't have to brush your teeth every day or brush your hair. But it's beneficial. It's going to affect your life. (laughs) You know, there's just some things you have to do every day. Every day, you have to set your mind on the things of the Spirit. Every day, you have to renew your mind with the Word of God. And every day, you've got to get your mouth moving to speak, speak in the Spirit because it's a choice it is a choice and so you can speak in the spirit by speaking the written word of god and then you can speak in the spirit by oh it's an articulated language and but you have to speak it says i will speak with the spirit right and speak in my understanding i will sing with the spirit i will sing with the understanding i shaved my head best decision ever made what in the world we'll talk about that later but you um I'm just reading some of the comments here. But you have to do it on purpose. And you know, if, if people don't know.
0: That's what I always tell people. Like if we ever have to lay hands on them or pray for them to be filled, I'm like, you have to actually speak now. Like it's not going to like, <laughs> they, yeah. I think they envision like the Holy Spirit like oh attacking them in they a do. service and then they just go into tongues. But I'm like, no, it's going to sound weird. It's going to sound different to your ears, but just do it. And the more you do it, it comes upon you. But the more you do it, it starts to sound natural. And you know what I'm saying? Like, cause people just stand there and they're like,
1: right. Like the Holy. Ghost and is I'll be jump in their ear and, and I'm over. like, okay, open your mouth. Now I can't make you. <laughs> right. Well, just like people speak in English on purpose. You can speak in tongues on purpose. Once you, you, but you have to be born again. So you're born of the spirit, but then you can be filled with the spirit to overflowing, but something overflow, you gotta, it's going to, you drink with your mouth people get drunk in the natural not through their ears they get drunk with their mouth they put something in okay and then it affects them so um a lot of people are drunk on the world but you can be drunk and filled with the holy spirit how by speaking and so when people get filled with the holy ghost they have to speak by faith says there may be somebody that's watching and you uh, maybe only speak in tongues sometimes or when you're at church or that convenient right song comes on and convenient tongue. You know, the, tongues, sun, the that's moon the we stars align and oh <laughs> Shut up, we'll convenient yeah, tongues no it's <sighs> You can speak in tongues on purpose anytime you want to for your own spiritual edification building up. There are times I need to be built up. You know, when I was overseas last year for three months preaching every day except on Mondays when I was at the airport flying to another country, I had to build myself up. And I just didn't do that. It wasn't just all natural. Sleep is natural. I needed to sleep. But you know what else I needed to do? I needed to build up my spirit, man. And you can edify and build yourself up, mortify the deeds, kill those things in your life that are hindering you, things that are hindering your confidence by praying in other tongues. And Absolutely. We're going to pray for you at the end. You can get filled or you don't have to wait. You can just receive right now by faith and just start speaking. And it's an articulated language. And the more you speak, the easier it is to yes. articulate. A baby doesn't start out when they start learning English or Spanish or whatever your native tongue is. Everybody's watching probably speaks English. but. <laughs> They don't start out with huge words like you know. Teddy didn't come out of the womb and say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, they start off with little words. Right, mama, what dada. they know at that time. It yep. maybe maybe your tongues when you first begin to speak with tongues, it may be very elementary or very repetitious. But the more you speak you'll in add tongues, on to it. you'll you'll get more articulated and you'll get. But more see, words. I even noticed
0: that back in the day when I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I would do it, and I would actually be like, okay, I feel like I've just said this over and over again. I wanna add to it. Yes. So then I would go on and you know what I mean? Like you you have to be mindful of that when you hear yourself and realize like I I can add on to this heavenly language and change it up a little bit and then change it up again and then change it up again. And so it is fresh and it's new and it is listen, sometimes I get busy in life and there are days where I haven't spent time with the lord and it feels it my spirit man feels it when i am not pouring into him when i'm not speaking in tongues when i'm not praying when i'm not just reading the word of god you know not every day i have the time to sit and do all of it you know right of course because ted he disappears and no one knocks on the door no one
1: because you're handling everything else in life i legit
0: disappear for five seconds like mom mom and ted's home Mm -hmm. but they still i say mom i can't open my water bottle like outside my bathroom door i'm like your dad's on the couch (laughs) he can open the water (laughs) so i mean you know so not every day looks the same for me but i've realized that regardless if it looks the same i need to take the time to step out and do it
1: well and there's an anointing to do life you know you don't have to be a minister that's what i love about you and your ministry and your assignment that's specific to you and nonstop mom is there's an anointing to be a wife there's an anointing to be a mother and now you're a minister you add that in your party <laughs> mix but you know what she can't always you know uh, when she wakes up in the morning, and the birds circle her bed, and all of a sudden yeah, she I'm has like on this White, luxurious nightgown, hair. and her Bible <laughs> opens, and it, no, she, you have to flow with the leading of the Holy Spirit in life, okay, while, while I'm making eggs in mm-hmm. the morning. I can, you can just do natural things, or you can, okay, you know what I'm going to do? My kids are screaming, but I'm going to practice peace right now. Yep. Yeah. Could you set the tone. So, you set the tone for your house. But that's the anointing to do life. And you can bring stability and confidence in your home and minister stability, confidence, and peace to your children, to your husband. Um, because nobody wants to come home to a wife who's all over the place. No. Do they, Ted, if you're watching? No. They don't. <laughs> but she's amazing. She's stable. You know, one thing I would <laughs> say. Stable. I would say about we you, think that um, that I notice about you that reminds me like of Sister Gloria Copeland, if you guys don't know who she oh, is. that's a huge compliment. But one thing I learned about her, because you know, I used to, I was like, well, Lord, I'm not, I'm not like some of these other ladies, or, and I used to think that some things were like weakness, like she's like weak. But you know what? There's a difference between weakness and meekness. And the Holy Spirit taught me that actually when I was with the Copelands. That meekness, which you I noticed that you have, meekness is controlled strength. So you're as bold as a lion in Christ, but that uh, the anointing within you, the same anointing that makes you bold, that makes you confident, that makes you bold against the devil, because you don't have to be like that with people, but it also will teach you meekness. It'll teach you when to be quiet, <laughs> when to shut your mouth. <laughs> have you ever had the Lord do that with to you before? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I noticed that you're good at that and that's a strength. Like for me, I have to uh, like really use my faith for meekness and draw on it. <laughs> you know, to control my strength because I just want to no. help you with your life. But you know what? Sometimes you don't need to tell everybody whatever. Are we running out of? No, he says. No, no, no. About ca- the
0: chaotic wife. Oh, yeah. No one wants to come into a
1: chaotic wife. Yeah, but were you always were you born meek? Or did you have to? Was it kind of always there, but you Ted, had to develop it more? Ted, answer that, that question. Was she she always just been sweet and and meek? But th- that meekness is not weakness. So there's there's a difference between being mouthy in a negative way and boldness in the Holy Spirit and confidence from the Holy Spirit. Because Absolutely. one is in the flesh, which brings death, and one is in the Spirit that brings life. That's good right there. Amen. What's your scripture verse that you have there in Proverbs?
0: Oh, well, that was the that was the third thing about confidence killers. It was your past, and then we wrapped uh, sin, mm-hmm. or not everyone dealt with a lot of sin. They dealt with... Um, you know, bad experiences, not the right family life. Uh, and then the third one was who you have in your life, mm. which includes family. Yes. Not just friends. Right. So I pulled out Proverbs 13, 20 through 21. It says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Trouble chases sinners, Woo. while blessings
1: reward the righteous. That's beautiful. That's good. So who you spend time with matters and who your friends are matters. And it will kill
0: your confidence because, you know, God has you always going to the next level, but even if you have um, good Christian friends, they might not be going where you're going. And they might not want to see you go to the next level. Yeah. Oh. And they might not understand it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, wait, well, she's not going to surpass me. You know, we're right. going to keep her here. And so they'll say whatever, you know, like maybe it's not your time or, you know,
1: well, so-and-so is already doing that. So well, you're too full of yourself. You think you're really somebody now and or th- something? And
0: this is family. And, you know, when when Ted and I did, we did a broadcast a few weeks ago, and it was on, like, who, I don't even remember the title. But it was just basically on people that you have in your life you know, that can make or break you. And one thing I said on there was, um, don't be a plan A person and have plan B friends. My
1: Jesus, write that in your
0: notes. (laughs) Because plan A people, this is plan A for me. Absolutely. And so you might be my friend, but if if this is not plan A for you, then like we talked when we first came into the studio this morning, then, you know, I'm busy. Nice yeah. nice to know you. Well, not you that can... you won't not be friends with them, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm there for you, but...
1: Well, fellowship, there's different levels of fellowship, and you can only go so deep with some people, and not everybody needs to know your business, and not everybody's praying for you, and not everybody has your heart or your best interests at heart or wants to see you go to the new level or see you surpass them. Right. But we're supposed to spur one another on to good works. And yep. I feel like that's what you and I do. I mean, you inspire me. I'm not But you see, yet. you inspire me. I don't have children <laughs> yet, but I told her, I was like, Carolyn, you have to do something. You're teaching on being a wife and being a mom and doing life and ministry with your Women need that. I need that. And so that doesn't make me less than. I. So I can receive from you in that area. And that doesn't make me you know, less than in anything, right. we each have... There's s- no
0: comparison. No. And, that, and that's how comparison can kill your confidence. When, Like I was telling her when, when I came in today, when God asked me to step completely out of my comfort zone. So like when I married Ted and we, we got on the road and was doing this back in 2010, I was like totally fine sitting in the back of the church watching Ted preach, being a mom you know, learning how to run the ministry behind the scenes, admin stuff, how we're going to do things, how we're going to run things, you know, praying who who we're going to hire. Like, I'm good with that. I'm good office manager. <laughs> and Ted was
1: thankful at that time, I'm sure. And he
0: was. And he never, ever pushed me to do what I do now. Only encouraged. That's great. When I brought it up or, you know what I mean, when I came to him with questions. But he never was like,
1: You know, you're gonna
0: do this, you're gonna do that. This is how it's gonna look. You're gonna be an organist. No, I wish. I wish, only because, you know, when we go some places, Ted could really use someone behind him and I just wish I could jump on. But that's what Maddie's for. Maddie has self-taught herself the piano uh, while we were stuck at home during quarantine. Wow. And she's learned, um, is it nothing but the blood of Jesus, Maddie? Yeah. Yeah, so she's on her own, just like Ted taught herself, and then he came home from a, uh, from something, and she was like, look, Dad. And then she was just off by a few keys, but she, legit by ear, learned the play, Nothing But the Blood of Jesus. So I said, keep it up. Dad's gonna have you play behind him in a meeting. So <laughs> keep this the family business. Um, but yeah, so I never, you know, s- stepped out to do this, um, and he never pushed me. It just literally was
1: complete submission and obedience. The Lord dealt with you. Like he when did. you got those invitations to speak at a women's meeting, you were like, no, I'm Because
0: good. it was like a voice in my spirit that was like, first of all, you've said to people, you know, because everyone would ask me. Nobody has filters on their mouths where you go. Mm-hmm. And so if I was not a confident person, <laughs> things that people said to me on the road, I could I have really like imagine. completely, they'd be like, One lady came up to me and said, your husband plays the piano, he preaches, and like went down a long list of things. And she goes, well, what do you do? I was like, (laughs) what do I do? I have no idea what I do.
1: God bless you. (laughs) God bless your life and your ministry, whatever you do.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, those are the kinds of things and I I was like. It could have crushed your spirit. Yep, but I would literally say this not thinking really that the Lord would ever take me serious, but I'd say, "Oh, you know, I, I, I am a mom, and you know, if the Lord ever asks me to do anything, you know, I won't say no." But secretly thinking, you know, He's not going to ask me, so I'm safe. I'm like I've arrived. I'm in the safe zone. I'm just saying this, and then when I got to the point, I remember when I got my first meeting asked for, and you know, I said, "This is," I said, "Lord." I had a hundred women at my first, my very first women's meeting that Amazing. I preached at and I thought, I couldn't just start off with like a brunch or like right. a really small church that we used to go to, maybe like 15 women showed up, get my feet wet for a little bit. It's like, he threw me in like hardcore. And I was like, oh, that was the meeting that I called you about. And mm-hmm. She's a good friend. I was like, help me out, You're a good help friend me, me out, pray with me, give me some pointers. Um, And so I had to step out. And and I remember when he first asked me, and I thought, okay, I'm at the fork in the road. Mm. I'm either gonna keep my word to him, but if I say no, he'll know that I wasn't serious, and who knows what he won't use me for? Because I said no. And so I just stepped out, and uh, now here I am. But it's not that I don't get nervous anymore. I still have to ask the Lord, like, Lord, use me. I was telling Melissa on the way here, I said, listen, I put the pressure on the Holy Ghost. Because anytime I have to speak or anything, I'm always like, Lord, this is good. It has to make you look good. So you got to give me some Amen. stuff to say. Because <laughs> if not,
1: you're going to look bad. Help and you don't, sister out. You don't want to look bad.
0: Help your so. sister. <laughs> yeah.
1: So really put the pressure on him. Amen. Well, I celebrate who you are. <laughs> You know, she was talking about, you know, one of the third things about who you spend time with and and relationships. You want um, your people that you're close with and you fellowship with, you want it to be somebody that spurs you on to good works. That um, when you call them, they don't go, "Mm, you're crazy, you're not the right one. Uh, give them somebody else's name. No, you were just the right one for those women. Everybody carries something that's valuable and that's special and unique to them. Um, but as you grow in our, you know, in our relationship with the Lord, those gifts, and at certain times the Lord will put his finger on something. He goes, you know what? I'm going to make a demand on that yep. that I deposited in you. And you have a lot in you. I think that really just now is coming out. We're making this more about me, and we should make it Well, about you know what? Like Ted's not here <laughs> to brag to on Too many compliments. Ted's can't. not here to brag on her, so I'll do it. I'll do it for him. But, you know, really, it's so valuable, you know, your part. In what you, you, You and Ted are doing you. together. I mean, would you guys agree? Don't you gain so much from the piece that, that Carolyn carries? But you, uh, we can't compare ourselves. Yeah. Well, we already know the Bible says it's unwise. Yeah. It, it, those that compare themselves among themselves are unwise. Because he's,
0: he's deposited something in each and every one of us, everyone that's watching. He's given us all a calling, whether it's the five-fold ministry or not, right. to carry out. So there's, there should be no comparison because if we just figure out what the, what the Lord has asked us to do, asked you to do, you know what I mean, individually... Just think about how much unity would be in the body of Christ if everyone didn't, like, look what everyone else is doing. And because they're looking at what everyone else is doing, they're missing what God has for them. Mm -hmm. You know, we have custom-made blessings. We have a custom-made assignment for each and every one of us. Whether, like I said, I think some people feel like things are are out of reach because they're not the fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. But each believer... Christian is a little Christ. It says in 1 Corinthians 11, one, we are to be imitators mm-hmm. of Christ. Amen. So we all have a calling. We all have something inside of us that we need to be confident about, that we need to have a boldness like a lion about, to be, you know, roaming around saying, we got this, mm-hmm. even if we feel like it or not. Right. Like you said, rewind to earlier, to build ourselves up, we have to say, the things of God. We have to speak it whether we feel it or not. Just like when you get up in the morning. You will feel different if you stay in sweats all day with your hair in a bun. But you feel different when you put some makeup on. It's and true. And not guys. Do not put makeup on. Do not put a dress on. Because that's a different You alone. can stay in your sweats, no. <laughs> but you know, whatever it is, for whatever, you know, male or female. Amen. But you dress yourself on how you want to feel. That's good. That's the natural side of it. So, that's the same with the Holy Spirit. How your spirit man you want to feel, dress it up with the Word of God. Amen. Fill it with the Word of God. Whether you actually feel like it or not, you have confidence inside of you, you have boldness. It's how you were created,
1: but we have to tap into it. Amen. And, and no, have, go ahead. You have to do it every day. Every day. Every day. You can't, uh, the devil doesn't take a break, you can't take a break. Right. And so you have to enforce your victory in Christ every day. So you need to brush your teeth every day, fix your hair every day, girls. And you need to renew your mind, get your word out, get the word in your mouth, pray in tongues. Yeah. and, And do life. And look cute doing it, ladies. That's what she's saying.
0: Well, yeah, because we get so focused on the outward appearance and we don't, Take care of anything on the inward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's got to be. Let's get. I think it's. Um, is it First John where he said, "Beloved, you know that you're doing well in health and, but also in your spirit. Like it's mm-hmm. got to be both. You know. I, I feel like when you fill yourself up with the inside, just like it says, physical activity is great. It's not as great as filling right. your spirit, man. But I also feel like if you focus on your spirit, man, first, that makes you feel strong inside and it just is gonna ooze out of your pores yeah, and, and into your natural.
1: Well, it says he works in you both to will and to do. So if you'll do the spiritual work, it creates the desire in you to what? To will and to do the natural things that are a corresponding action to what's happened to you spiritually. Amen.
0: Absolutely. And so um, before we pray for you, I know that, um, We all have battled the confidence factor and the comparison factor. But after listening to this today and going through knowing the things you need to take yourself out of that, which is what? Being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you can only go so far Mm -hmm. in life without the GPS, without the tour guide. You of all people know that, right, Sister Melissa? Yes. It's all right. I live with one too. Yeah. (laughs) We need that GPS. That's the Holy Spirit. Having the Holy Spirit is going to give us confidence. Like I said, anything I'm doing now, I have to attribute it to being filled with the Holy Spirit. You can't have revelation of the Word of God without that Spirit man being involved. Without that Holy Spirit, amen. You read the Bible differently. It's true. So many people can quote the Bible. That means nothing to me. Right. It's not
1: what you know. It's memorization what
0: you do. is not. I mean, well, I mean, that's impressive because I can't <laughs> quote the entire Bible front to back like Finnis Dake did.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow.
0: But you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. But do you apply what you know, what you've memorized? So all of this comes into tact with being full of confidence, with knowing who you are in Christ, when you know what the Bible says about you, about Amen. what you can have, about what you can operate in, to me, that makes me so excited. Like, you feel like an excitement in your spirit, man. You feel a strength when you realize that is one of the messages that Mark Hankins Who is like. Yes, and Trina, I love them together. I always admire them together. I write, she writes me. She's so sweet. I mean, to take the time sometimes to just send me a message on Facebook, out of Precious. me oh my gosh I love you but his teaching on in Christ in Christ the Pauline revelation mm-hmm. is something I would go and search after me too. Mark Hankins has a phenomenal phenomenal revelation on who you are in Christ mm-hmm. and once you get that clicked inside of you there
1: it's to me it's like the endless possibilities that's what happened to me actually that somebody at Rama gave me one of his cassette tapes
0: oh we're going back now cassette
1: and tapes. um that really ministered to me and set me free I got delivered from depression from being up down you did? All around. yes I did with that
0: message M- that's
1: in Christ and so really their ministry has hugely impacted my life and I started you can uh, look him up as well but uh those revelations that's what transformed my life that's what gave me true confidence because there's a false fakeness that comes from the flesh and the world but true confidence true boldness comes from your identity and knowing who you are in christ
0: yeah and and once you i remember before we pray for you i don't want to like go off the rabbit trail but i remember a marked difference i was holding teddy i mean it took me three kids in but you have to You know, as you're growing Mm -hmm. in Christ, I'm growing as a family, I'm doing ministry, I'm traveling. So, I mean, like, as this is going on, I used to be like, you could talk yourself out of going to this stuff. Because it's like, okay, I don't even get to sit in service. I'm in a nursery. I'm in the lobby. I'm nursing. I don't get to be involved. Why not stay home? I'm going back to the hotel. Ted can go fellowship. You know, that can take a toll on you and be like, well, I can just do this from home. I can, I can help him from home. I can answer emails or set, you know, stuff up from home. But it was like, no. Once I was in the back of a service holding Teddy, so that's my third one, it hit me. Like, hmm. this is my ministry, what I'm doing now. Amen. Being a mom is my ministry. Helping Ted is my ministry. That's right. I have to sit on the front row with no kids and stick them in class and be like, well, I'm only going to get this if I sit there. I'm the preacher's wife and this and that. Once that clicked inside of me, I was so happy doing what I was doing. I didn't feel left out anymore. It really wasn't until I understood my confidence of my identity in Christ, just like how it, you got delivered from you know depression and all the stuff you listen, that um, I realized I'm good. I've I've got this, and I can do anything God's asked me to do because I I know who He's made me and what He's made me to be good at. Amen. And it's not the same as everybody else. It I come from now. I've been married almost 15 years in April, and you know. the whole family is preachers. So you can totally, well, yeah, no (laughs) pressure. And you could totally compare. Mm -hmm. Well, she does it this way. Well, she can do this. He does it this way. Well, he, he has, you know, the revelation on that. I, I just, I'm having a hard time understanding that. You know what I mean? Like you could beat yourself up over and over again, but I don't care. Amen. And I mean that in a nice way. Like I'm so happy with what we're doing, I'm so happy with our ministry. I'm so happy with what God's called me to do. I'm so happy with, you know, my children. And if that was the only platform I got right. ever, not even this, not even at a women's ministry, if this was the only platform I had was to stand in front of my kids and tell them the word of God. Amen. And make sure they're going to heaven and make sure they don't have to be um, a particle child. Amen. And that's it. And what a then great that ministry. Means the most to me. But because I put that first and because that meant the most to me, God allowed other doors to open when He I think, I believe He trusted me with, with that. Amen. That He opened it for other other doors and other avenues. Amen. So I've learned to just say yes mm-hmm. and think about it later. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so we know that this confidence that we've worked up to by understanding the Holy Spirit, by reading the Word of God, by going after it, you guys can do it too. Yes. This is why we're here to tell you this, to build your faith, to build your confidence, to let you know that this isn't just for us. No. Not just because she went to Bible school, not just because I married a minister, not for anything else other than we're Christians first, everything else. Is a bonus it is and it flows out of that yep for sure so I get the opportunity to pray for you guys often when I do the broadcast Yay. but I want evangelist Melissa to pray for you today okay. I want oh, her pressure. to release the anointing through the camera for the replays for Amen. the podcast yes, that they yes, listen yes. to release the anointing of God and if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit listen I know you will be by the end of listening to this, by praying. But you're going to have to do your part. So if you're jumping on late, you're going to have to realize, we taught on this, that you have to do your part. You're going to have to speak out. Who cares if it sounds funny? Mm -hmm. You get used to the funny sounds. But who cares? It's way better to have the boldness and the confidence and the strength of the Holy Spirit than to walk this life without Him. And it says to be filled and refilled. So if you're thinking, you know, well, I've already got this. I'm just going to sit back and watch. No. Pray with us in yes, the Holy Spirit. Yes, Pray yes, with yes, us yes. in the Holy Spirit. The Word of God says to speak the Word only. So if you're not here with us, you might be watching. We've got people watching in South Africa. Someone jumped on and said from Pakistan. Praise Listen, God. that's it. It's going to go all across the nation as we pray and believe and stand with you. Amen. Amen.
1: Ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for each and every person that's watching today and listening by way of social media, those that will listen to it as a podcast and the broadcast on replay. And Father, we thank you that the word of God is alive. It's active. It's full of power. It's energizing. And Father, I decree and declare a fresh anointing for every person that's under the sound of my voice. Father, a fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there happens to be anyone who's watching or listening who's never confessed or made Jesus their Lord and Savior, just say this out loud with me from your heart. Say, Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Yes. And that you died and you rose again just for me. Say, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your blood and fill me. Fill me, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Now, if you're already born again, this is for you too. Say, Father, fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And right now, by faith, I speak. Holy Ghost, I thank you for your plan and your purpose for each and every person who's watching today. I thank you for holy boldness, a yes. revelation of who they are in Christ, Father, that you would give them a spirit of wisdom and the revelation in what? In the knowledge of you, who they are in you, Lord, that in you that they live, in you they move. In you, they I have their, their being. being. Yes. Father, I thank you that confidence and boldness rises up on the inside of them, that they are more than conquerors through Christ, Father, that each and every person will fulfill your will, your plan and purpose and for their life. Up. And Father, this is the miracle word broadcast. I decree and declare miracles. I say marriage miracles, money miracles, yes. uh, and financial miracles on every level, people who need new homes, new vehicles, debts and paid off and canceled in the name of jesus father people who are partners new partners long-standing partners father we thank you that fruit that abounds to their account in the name of jesus and for their harvest now And Lord, if there's anybody who's watching or listening or believing for themselves or a loved one for healing, Lord, we release the life of God. I speak resurrection life, resurrection life to every organ, every tissue, every cell of their body because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free. You're free from the law of sin and death. You're not a debtor to your flesh, to its thoughts, its feelings, its impulses, its pains, its aches. No, you are a new creation. Creature in Christ Jesus, and so Father, we just thank you for that anointing. It's transferable, Father, that it's sound activated and it's working right now in their lives, in their yes. homes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Praise. I'm sad it's over. Shalala.
0: But we're gonna be back. I got her back tomorrow. Yay. And tomorrow we're gonna hit you on faith. Faith. It's gonna stir you up. It's gonna show you some powerful things. So make sure you join us. Um, before you go, I wanna give you the opportunity to sow into yes, miracle word yes, ministries. Yes, yes. I want you to join up with us, partner with us. Listen, what God did for us this year, Amen. like I said, um, we've been confessing violent increase and expedited favor for 2020. Mm-hmm. This is a time to get seed in the ground. Yeah. 2020 is not over. Amen. And so a powerful harvest is going to be coming back to you. And I love what um, my old, uh, my pastor back in Virginia Beach said. He said, if you don't feel it leaving, you won't feel it coming back to you. That's wonderful. And, you know, when I was um, home, because you know, uh, because your ministry is on the road as well, that when the whole world shut down and you're not traveling. Mm-hmm. Here's your time to <laughs> put into practice. We had, listen, we still are having it, but when it was, you know, tight back in March, mm-hmm. and I don't mean money-wise, I mean like, you know, everyone's freaking out and everything like that. Right. <laughs> we had a chance to put <laughs> what we've always been declaring and what we say we believe into true practice yeah next level we have it so good in america oh you know what i mean we can go down to walgreens everything to grab everything quickly from a pharmacy if we have an ailment or we don't feel good or we just have everything at our disposal Mm -hmm. grocery stores on every corner like nobody's without i mean i know that that there are people struggling in america but you know what i mean like we're a prosperous nation amen because god's hand is still on it no matter what anyone thinks He did not send this judgment or wrath because, you know, he's not going to destroy Christians among the heathens. Mm -hmm. But when I was like, man, what? We're getting a studio. This is opening up for doors, opening up for us. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, Ted? I have to go back and look at what we've been giving during this time of the shutdown. That's good. And it was mind blowing that even though we were off the road, and Mm -hmm. just doing broadcasts at home, but not traveling, not not doing this, not bringing in stuff for the ministry that way, (laughs) that doors were continuing to open, and the ministry grew not just one level, like to new levels. Hallelujah. Because He gives seed to To the the sower. sower. Seed to the sower. And by showing Him that the world really was not our source, That we truly depended on him and was planting all over during that time Harvest came in and I'm telling you
1: we felt the harvest come back. Amen. May I share a little something along? Absolutely I want to encourage people to partner with the ministry I'm a partner with their ministry and you know when you partner with the ministry you become a partaker of the grace that's on that ministry Galatians 6 6 says let him that is taught in the word communicate So you know what? They're communicating to you every day. Some of you, you're watching, you watch faithfully. You uh, type in faithfully, but you've never given. You're you're receiving communication one way, but you haven't partnered with the ministry. It says, let him who's taught in the word, they're teaching you every day. Communicate unto him, Ted and Carolyn, Miracle Word Ministries, communicate unto him who teaches all good things. And I love this also in Galatians 6 and 10 it says as we have therefore opportunity let us do good you know some opportunities are once in a lifetime and you have an opportunity today to connect your faith in a tangible uh, way with this ministry mm-hmm. and you know what you become a partaker of the same well I I wish my life was like Ted whoop be a partaker of their grace. Put your finances, plant your seed into this ministry. It works. Financial miracles and everything. And you know what? The word, when you sow into it, when you sow financially into a word that comes from this ministry, it goes from information. Because some of you are like, well, I've been listening for a year, but, you know, things have. Well, when, why don't you sow? It's time for you to become a real partner with this ministry. And it, then it goes from information to revelation. And so I just want to encourage people to sow, to partner. And if you watch faithfully, give faithfully. He says he provides seeds to the sower. And you know what? It's, it's a daily thing. Some things you just need to do daily. And he says if you cast your bread out in the water, it's going to come back. So you just you sow. Well, I gave last week. Well, give again. Can I be God? People like to get paid every week in the natural. So you know what? You you can, just like you can pray in tongues on purpose, you can sow and give faithfully on purpose. So I just wanted to encourage Thank people you. that haven't partnered, to that you need to partner, or maybe up your partnership. Now's a great time to do that. If you want to believe God for more, sow more. So you can do that at miracleword.com. You could do it through hashtag donate. Um, and then you can also do it through uh, their Cash App. And you know what's awesome is they partner with other ministries. When I was in Europe last year, they were partnering with my ministry. So it's not just you know it's not just an inflow. They're they're givers, and what God does <laughs> f- for them, He'll do for you.
0: Absolutely.
1: That, Sorry, I hope we that was okay. I did that. Of but course. That yeah. Out.
0: Well, no. I mean, it, that's I love what you said. What God did for us, He'll do for you, and that's absolutely true. And people who partner with us you know can't always go where we're going Mm -hmm. but they're gonna reap Mm -hmm. they're gonna reap what's happening they're gonna reap when these miracles are happening, when souls are coming to heaven, that gets counted to you as well yes. for standing with us. Amen. So we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, this month we have an offer from our own uh, Bishop Rick Thomas, Speak to the Void. So if you are giving $85 or more a month, you'll see it on the screen, miracleword.com forward slash offer. And it will be our uh, free gift to you. We'll mail that to you. You just have to go to that website there, miracleword.com forward slash offer so we can just get your mailing address um, even if you are partners with us if you're giving $85 or more uh, still go on each month and then there is a drop down so if, if say oh I already have that book or you know because he was on with us last year and him. spoke about this book so some people do have it there'll be a drop down you can get our marriage um, uh, CD set that we had up there and there's mm-hmm. a few other things because you know that. some people already have some of these books sure. so we give them opportunity if, if if but that is the offer for Praise this month God. if you are partnering with us at a thousand dollars or more we have this uh new living translation genuine leather study bible that ted is giving and he signs it along with his hardcover of his further faster book uh that will be coming to you Praise and um let's see what else we got Miracle Word Kids. Oh, I love this. Miracle Word Kids. We've got some stuff that we are... I'll I'll talk to you about it this week that you can see what's getting ready to come out. But, man, we are brainstorming. I've got some ideas that we're going to be doing for the kids. 2021 is going to be an explosive, explosive year uh, for Miracle Word Kids. Amen. It's been a... November will be a year that we started it, and it has... Reached all around the world. I got kids every month that are signing up from all different countries. That's awesome. But we're doing prayer, as you just saw. Um, we're taking the time to teach kids the importance of speaking to their heavenly Father. Mm, um, that's good. We haven't seen this yet. So I do an intro, and then each week they've had a thing they've had to fill out, and then I've included prayer points. I love because it. Because sometimes kids just are good at praying. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you, Jesus. Give me a good night's sleep. Amen. Or thank you for my food, amen. But I want them to go beyond that and pray for their nation. Pray for their community. Pick somebody that they want to save. List a friend. This is who I'm praying about and what the Bible says about, you know, praying for friends. So they can add to it. Like in their prayer, then they have a scripture to stand on. That's beautiful. So this is free. Go to MiracleWordKids.com. Print that out. Be a part of what, what God is doing in that. And then tomorrow we have evangelist melissa swindle back with us so make sure you don't miss it before we log off someone had asked about your information so tell them every way that they can get a hold of you and what you have out there so they can join you and follow you
1: phenomenal thank you Mm -hmm. um so you if you want to connect with me in my ministry you can do that a couple of different ways so um through my website it's really simple melissa swindle uh, .com. You can go there. I have a blog you can subscribe to. And then also, I am on Facebook um, at uh, Melissa Swindle International Ministries and Instagram. That it's I think it's melissa.swindle. So I have some stuff on IGTV. And then I have a YouTube channel um, if you want to hear a little bit more of my teaching and ministry. And that's also just Melissa Swindle. So you can look me up that way and connect there. So, That's some of the different ways. Absolutely, and you need. Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course, and you need to connect with her. I'm serious. When I say powerhouse, I don't say that about everybody. Oh, thanks. No, I'm saying like people. I'm very like, cut and dry when it comes to my compliments. Thank you. I will not say it if it's not true. I'm writing it. And people who know me, I mean, like I just don't. You know love your ministry. You're so anointed. If you're not anointed, you're not anointed. <laughs> I may not say you're not anointed, but I won't say you are. So they're basically me saying you're not. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment.
1: But she it is. She lot. is
0: a powerhouse. Follow her. She does fantastic lives that will encourage your faith, build you up in the Holy Ghost, and you'll feel like a million bucks. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting paid to say this. Right. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe later, but maybe later. Yeah,
0: no. But I love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Be here tomorrow at 10:30 with a notepad and a pen, or your iPad, whatever you want to put it in. And we're going to stir your faith in the gift of faith. Yes. It's going to rise. Gift of faith. Amen. Oh, you're you're hot
1: and anointed, or you're hot anointing. I, I think you have let's a go hot, anointing? For hot anointing.
0: You're a hot anointing,
1: like fire and the Holy Ghost. Let's just. Leave it here. Shada bada. <laughs> Love Praise you guys. The land. Love you guys. Have a good.
0: What is today? Tuesday? Watch us tomorrow. Tomorrow is. I never know what the day is this week. Wednesday. Have a good Tuesday. Love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Love you all. Thank you.